0: Have you tried everything from natural to pharmaceutical just to get a good night's rest? Join me, Martha Lewis, as I unpack what's really keeping you up at night and how to change it. You're listening to The Insomnia Fix. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode. Today, I want to talk about blood sugar and how it affects your sleep. Because keeping your blood sugar steady is really key to sleeping well. And if you are waking up in the middle of the night, there's a good chance it's because your blood sugar levels aren't healthy and it's dropping too low, which will cause you to wake up, which I will explain why. But I do want to point out that you can have blood sugar issues even if you eat healthy and you avoid sugar and carbs. And this is because, especially if you aren't sleeping well, our glucose levels are regulated while we sleep, and so are our hormones that tell us if we're hungry or full. And so blood sugar can definitely become out of balance from not sleeping well. Or other, another possibility is that when you start having symptoms like insomnia, that means that there are imbalances in your body. Things are out of whack, and different systems in your body are starting to break down. For some people, because of their genetics, it's that blood sugar regulation that is one of the first things to break down. Now, yes, diet is critical for healthy blood sugar levels, and I will talk about that. But I just want you to know that you could be eating a really great diet and still have blood sugar issues. So you still want to listen to this. Now, let's talk about first how the blood sugar roller coaster happens and how this affects sleep. Let's say you start your day with a muffin and a cup of coffee. Your blood sugar is going to spike really high. And then your body is going to release insulin to lower it. So it's going to lower it really low. Then your body's going to release stress hormones like epinephrine or adrenaline and norepinephrine and cortisol. And that's going to spike your blood sugar really high again. Especially because cortisol is actually going to release glucose into your cells to give you energy because your body's saying, Hey, I'm stressed. I need energy. And then that's going to raise your blood sugar again. And then you're on that very extreme roller coaster. Even if you don't start your day with a pastry and a cup of coffee, even if you don't get enough protein and fat for breakfast, then you can still be spiking your blood sugar too high. Let's say you start with a smoothie. But it doesn't have enough protein and fat, then you can still be on this roller coaster, even if you are eating healthy and caring about what you eat and not eating refined sugar and carbs. When this blood sugar roller coaster is happening all day, then it's also going to continue into the night. And when your blood sugar levels drop too low in the night, your body's going to release those same stress hormones. Including cortisol and adrenaline, which is going to cause you to feel wired and awake. And so, this is a common reason why my clients are waking up in the night and having a hard time falling back asleep. And I have one client named Peter, who is a 78 year old man, who I've, I think I've talked about before on here, but his main cause of his insomnia was this low blood sugar at night. And I could tell from the intake questionnaire he filled out that he had many signs of blood sugar dysregulation and insulin resistance, which I'll also explain, and his doctor didn't catch any of these signs. So I recommended that he get a continuous glucose monitor to track his blood sugar. And luckily, his doctor agreed to prescribe him one because it is by prescription only. And with this monitor, he was able to see how that, you know, what he ate, how that immediately affected his blood sugar levels. And he also noticed that the higher his blood sugar rose during the day or the more on that roller coaster he was, that the lower it would drop at night and affect his sleep. You know, at age 78, Peter's concerned about dementia. And it turns out that the blood sugar roller coaster is one of the main reasons why your brain actually starts degenerating. So, luckily, his memory, his word recall, and his sleep have improved since he got a handle on his blood sugar. So let's talk about some of the signs of low blood sugar. This is one that I have named myself. I'm sure I heard it somewhere, but if you get hangry, if you go too long without eating. So this is that combination of hungry and angry, where it's like, you're just about to crash, you're irritable, you need food right away. That's a sure sign that your blood sugar is dropping too low. Because we should be on this mellower roller coaster all day, and where we eat, yes, blood sugar goes up a little bit in a natural response to eating food, and then it goes down a little, and so, so it is varying throughout the day, but it shouldn't be extreme. Like if you're on that extreme roller coaster, so ideally you could go five hours without eating and feel somewhat hungry, but not feel like you're going to crash, not feel hangry. So that's a sure sign. Um if you get spacey, lightheaded or have shaking hands between meals, if you have energy after eating meals, then that actually means that your blood sugar was too low before you ate, so it had dropped too low. Not being hungry in the morning is actually a sign of low blood sugar. Feeling nauseous first thing in the morning, if you have a drastic energy dip in the afternoon, so it is a normal part of our circadian rhythm for to have this, you know, drop after lunchtime, which is my, why so many cultures take a nap, but it shouldn't be drastic. It should just be a minor dip. So if it's drastic, it could have to do with blood sugar and what you ate for lunch. If you wake up at 3 or 4 a.m. full of energy, and if you have difficulty concentrating between meals, so that means your brain isn't getting the glucose it needs because your blood sugars drop dropped too low. So if you have any of these signs, even some of the time, then you are definitely having issues with blood sugar and this could be what's affecting your sleep. So now the next kind of step that happens when your blood sugar is on that roller coaster for a long period of time is that you become insulin resistant. And this is what can lead to diabetes. So if you aren't familiar with this, what happens is that your blood sugar is too high and then glucose can't get into your cells And so it makes you feel sleepy and slow. Your cells literally aren't getting the energy that they need. And when you have high blood sugar, your body releases insulin to carry sugar out of your bloodstream and puts it into your fat cells for storage. And when this happens too often, then the cells refuse to let that insulin in, which is why it's called insulin resistance. It's actually what's similar to what happens with cocaine and other drugs, where you need more and more of the drug to feel the effects. And so when you have insulin resistance, then that excess glucose and insulin are in your bloodstream, causing inflammation, hormone imbalance, and neurotransmitter imbalances. Now, insulin resistance can also cause increased testosterone in women and increased estrogen in men, which are the very hormone imbalances that can cause sleep issues as well. Now, too much insulin is also inflammatory for the brain. So whenever your insulin is too high, it lowers your brain's ability to clear the plaques that are known to cause Alzheimer's disease. And this is why Alzheimer's disease is actually referred to as type 3 diabetes because of the effects that blood sugar has on the brain. So every time you become hypoglycemic meaning you have low blood sugar or you need a nap during due to insulin resistance, you're actually killing off neurons in your brain, which is not what we want, right? So let's talk about what some symptoms of insulin resistance are. So this is feeling tired after meals. And my client, Peter, was also experiencing this. It's getting sugar cravings after meals. Now, there are other reasons for sugar cravings, like pathogens in the gut and not eating a balanced diet for you, but this can also be a sign of insulin resistance, any kind of difficulty losing weight, if your waist is bigger than your hips, if you need to urinate frequently, and if you have increased appetite where you just feel hungry all the time. Any of these combination of symptoms can mean that you have become resistant to insulin. Now, what's interesting is that insulin also affects neurotransmitter production. And you actually need the right amount of insulin to make neurotransmitters. So, for example, one important transmitter for sleep is serotonin. And if you don't have enough insulin, then what happens is that not enough tryptophan gets to your brain. And then you don't make enough serotonin because you need tryptophan to convert to serotonin. And then that can make you feel depressed and awake at night. So, symptoms of serotonin deficiency are depression and lack of enjoyment, PMS, paranoia, and poor sleep. And a sure sign of serotonin deficiency is craving carbohydrates. So what can you do to balance your blood sugar? Well, you definitely want to pay attention to your diet. So you want to avoid refined sugar and carbohydrates and make sure you're always eating carbohydrates with fat and protein. So that's especially important for snacks, where you're not having just a handful of pretzels that are just pure carbohydrates or even a piece of fruit that's just pure carbohydrates. Because then your blood sugar is going to spike really high and then you're getting on that roller coaster. So I really help my clients balance their meals and snacks with the appropriate ratio of macronutrients. That's that carbohydrate, fat and protein for their specific body. And I use something called the metabolic typing diet to help them find their ideal balance of those macronutrients, and then we refine it for them. Um, And this is really key to to, um, keeping blood sugar levels steady and regulating hormone balance so that you can sleep well. Now, if you do think that blood sugar is an issue for you, then eating a small snack before bed, just 100 to 200 calories, with complex carbohydrates, fat, and protein can help. And if that snack helps, then blood sugar is definitely an issue for you. Avoiding any foods you're sensitive to is also important because food sensitivities cause those blood sugar fluctuations and surges of insulin. And pretty much, if you have blood sugar issues and you aren't sleeping, then your body isn't healthy. And the only way to get better is to find everything that's causing stress in your body and your mind and correct them. So you want to look at gut health. You want to look at hormone balance. You want to look at minerals. You want to look at food sensitivities. You want to look at mental stress, the stress in your life, the stress about sleep, and more to really address what is causing your insomnia. And unfortunately, if you already have symptoms, of health imbalances like insomnia, then diet, exercise, and random supplements aren't enough to get you back in balance so that you can sleep normally. This is why I use functional lab tests to find out exactly what's going on in your body that's causing your sleep issues so we know what to correct. I want you to know that you can get the sleep you need. You can feel rested, you can function at your best, you can truly enjoy your life by getting sleep. And if this is something that is keeping you from, you know, living your life to the fullest, then I can help. So you can book a call with me on Zoom. We'll talk about what's going on with your sleep. We'll talk about what could be causing it and how we can find out exactly what's causing it, what it looks like to work together so that you can sleep better soon. All right. I wish you a good night's sleep and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to The Insomnia Fix with Martha Lewis. Be sure to follow and listen wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to know more about why you can't sleep, go to my website, thecompletesleepsolution.com and download the What's Causing Your Insomnia Checklist. You're also welcome to join my community on Facebook, Sleep and Insomnia Help for Adults. Until next time, I'm wishing you a good night's sleep.